This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to do some Team Cobra pseudoscience, but we need a very particular sample. What we are looking for is five men who can just answer a very simple question. 651-641-1071. There is no wrong answer. There is only your answer. Uh, This pseudoscientific uh, research project that we are conducting here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, not here. Uh, otherwise we would have a male yep. in the sample. Mm-hmm. He's not here. No. Holly Roberts and I are here running the show, which is why we need some dudes. Yep. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one Oh seven, one. Again, no wrong answers. And the question is really not embarrassing. It's a PG question. Don't worry. General fully, audiences fully PG. It's like, no, it's G. It's yeah, so yeah, G. It's so G. All we need to know, uh, <laughs> or the only reason we are asking this question of men is because Holly has developed a hypothesis. Six, five, one, yes. six, four, one, one Oh seven, one men, please give us a call. Holly has developed a hypothesis, but in order for us to test her hypothesis, uh, pseudo scientifically, we need to create a sample. What we're going to do then from the sample of five male callers, 651-641-1071, I'll say it slowly. Come on, I, bro. I always say it way too fast. What? 651-641-1071. Uh, all we, what we're going to do then once we gather the data needed to either prove or disprove Holly's hypothesis, we are going to paint with a very broad brush uh, a very general statement about all men based on these five callers. Again, it just help me with the science. Yeah, it does not actually take that much bravery to do this. Um, I will just simply pose the question so they so you all can know how simple this is. You will have an answer for it if you are a man who takes showers ever. You don't even have to take them regularly. We are simply wondering where physically is your body in space at the moment you first apply a dry towel to your wet body physically where is your body in space meaning where are you standing in the world when you first apply a dry towel to a wet body put a towel off where are you science lab coat here we have our uh, our sample sample here complete our sample is complete let us start with jesse Hello, Jesse. Jesse, are yes. you uh, a man that showers every once in a while? Uh, I try. Okay, well, that works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the question is simply this. At the first moment that you apply a dry towel to a wet body, where is your body in space? Where are you standing? 
I am out of the shower and out of the bathroom. Wow. Uh, my ch- yes, my bathroom is all tile, and I am definitely afraid of slipping and falling. So I get out of the shower, I step on the carpet, and grab my towel. Okay. okay. All, all right, right. Jesse. Thank Jessie, you. Thank you for that answer. Yes. That is, uh, what's the word? For, what's the scientific word for, like, that that didn't taint the sample? I don't, I have okay, no fine, Don't whatever. ask. <laughs> don't ask. Okay, fine. No, well, somebody dropped. I know. Somebody we need another called. dude. We need okay. another dude. 651-641-1071. Randy. Hello to Randy. Randy, Hello? are you a male that showers every once in a while? Yes, I do. Okay. Where are you physically in space at the moment you apply a dry towel to the wet body? I am still within the shower area because we have a four by eight foot uh shower area oh, with wow. a rain a forest raindrop i mean uh, humble brag nice randy. randy so are you in the shower in or the are shower you space? immediately outside of the shower i am still in the shower well in the tiled area within the where sh- the shower head is i'm not under it but I'm still within the shower. Fantastic, Randy. Well, thank you for your sample. The Team Cobra Science Institute has accepted your answer. Thank you very much. Thank Let you, us Randy. go to Rick. Hello, Rick. Hi, Rick. Hello. Uh, now, here's the question. Where is your body physically in space, Rick, when you first apply a dry towel <laughs> to your wet body? Well, probably right outside the shower. All right. right Thank you very much. Thank that you. is a, an adequate answer. We will take that. Let's go to Chris. Hello, Chris. Yeah. Chris, where is your body physically in space when you first apply a dry towel to your wet body? I open up the, the shower, put my towel, and I stay in the, in the shower. Okay, so you are inside the shower okay. when you first yeah. start the toweling off experience. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And finally, Dwayne is on line one. Hello, Dwayne. Hello. Uh, Dwayne, where is your body physically in space at the moment you first apply the dry towel to your wet body after a shower? I start inside the shower and finish on the outside the shower. Start on the inside, finish on the outside. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. For your answer. Holly. All right. Holly, do you have all the data collected? Yes, I have all the data collected. It is here on our Team Cobra Science spreadsheet. Okay. Now, <clears throat> let's now share your hypothesis. My hypothesis is that dudes do not towel off in the shower. They always go outside of the shower, and it is soaking wet, and the towels get nasty. Okay, Holly, where have you gathered your data? I have gathered my data all over the place. I've gathered it in my own bathroom. Mm -hmm. I've gathered it in the bathrooms of fitness locations across the Twin Cities because one of my uh, hobbies, so to speak, is cleaning out the bathrooms in said places. And I also clean out the bathrooms where dudes go. And every single time, Colleen, that I go in and I clean a men's shower every area, it is soaking wet, like beyond sopping wet. The towels on the floor are just, I'm like, what is going on? We all have bodies and we all take a shower, but Mm -hmm. why is it that when I clean up the men's area, is it just completely wet? And the same thing happened to me this morning. Mm. I get into the bathroom. I'm like, why the heck is all the water outside of the shower? And so I look at my guy point blank and I say, do you towel your body off in the shower or outside of the shower? And he said, well, outside of the shower. 
Uh, like that's an acceptable like answer. Like that's a thing. And I was like, well, no, you grab the towel and then you turn off the shower and you dry yourself off in the shower first and then you step outside of the shower, do the rest of the drying off so that you don't get everything wet. Right. That's that's the way to do it. That's I don't think anybody even ever told me that. I figured it out myself. Now, taking a look at our sample from our five callers, Jesse said he towels off first out of the shower. Right. Randy in the shower. Rick right outside the shower. Chris stays in the shower. And Dwayne starts inside the shower but ends the process outside of the shower. Yeah. I would say that our t- our sample was inconclusive. Yeah. So my hypothesis that guys dry outside of the shower for goodness knows what reason. We still, do, it is inconclusive. Well, consider this our public service announcement. Um, give it a shot, dudes. Yeah. You uh, know? It works. You just kind of <laughs> do a little quick once over inside the shower, take your step outside, and you know what? Then you don't have to worry as much about slipping on the tile. It just doesn't have to be so wet outside of the shower. Yeah, it's hard to clean up. It really is. Yeah. Because guess and who's cleaning it up it, most of the time? Uh, oh, I already know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I don't feel smarter, but I, I nope. feel like we accomplished something. Okay. Did we? No. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. Do you remember the movie Before Sunset? It was an Ethan Hawke movie. Yes. In that movie, there was a story about Notre Dame, the beautiful cathedral that we've been focusing on the last couple of days because of a very, very uh, huge fire that almost destroyed the cathedral entirely. Well, we've talked about how that cathedral has been standing for quite some time. Ethan Hawke in the movie Before Sunset tells a tale about Notre Dame and about a time we almost lost it entirely. Mm. Many have wondered Is there any truth to that story? We're going to share the story and then I'm going to share whether or not there is truth to it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Okay. We are going to get to this story about Notre Dame that we heard in an older movie called before sunset uh, and whether or not this there's any truth to the story in just a moment on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers, not with us today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, but we do have to loop back and, uh, and we have to finish our last segment because we've had some intel in the break that is important for us to note. Holly, uh, did, we did a very, um, pseudoscientific study here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And Holly came to work today with a hypothesis. Yeah. That men, you don't dry off in the shower. You dry out outside of the shower and it makes a big old mess of the bathroom. We had a sample of five men who did not know what Holly's hypothesis was, and we simply asked them, where are they physically in space when they apply the dry towel to their wet body? And uh, what we got was a sample of five guys, two of whom said they were inside the shower, two of whom said that they were outside the shower, and one of whom said they start inside the shower and end outside the shower. It was a very, like, a traveling-type drying situation, and it just sort of threw everything off. (laughs) But we got a phone call with some intel in the break that... uh, really changed everything yeah so one of the men who gave us their answer chris thanks for calling me during the break now he wanted to correct the record he said that he dries off in the shower however i want to add this chris said that the reason he dries off and towels off in the shower is because he was disciplined by his wife into doing so 
He used huh. to dry off outside of the shower. Then he said he got married, and then he was shamed into drying in the shower. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would have been valuable information for our scientific study. Very. But thank you, Chris, for correcting the record. Yep. I feel like now we can <laughs> say that, yes, men tend to dry themselves off after the shower or outside of the shower. It is messy. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. in the shower. In Reach the for shower. the towel. Bring it in with you. It'll make for a much more pleasant experience for everybody. Yay. Yay. Okay. And you know what? Your wives can thank us later. Mm-hmm. Or any lady you find yourself coming into contact with. Or just with. any human or for Or your Pete's partner sake. who uh, usually is the one that cleans up the puddle after you. Whatever. Yeah. You thank share, us later. You share a bathroom. Thank us later. Yes. All right. Now, okay. So do you remember the movie Before Sunset? It starred Ethan Hawke and uh, Julia Delpy. And this... Or is it Julie Delpy? And this was a was this the sequel to before after sunrise? There was before sunrise, uh-huh. then before sunset, and then there's a third movie after okay. this. I don't even know where this one comes in the order. But this is the middle one. This is like one of those romantical movies where this couple. They meet, they fall deeply in love in the space of 24 hours, and they only have but a few hours to spend together before they part ways. Now, then there's the sequel, and then the third one, and the the trilogy, and so they keep coming back together. Yeah. But this one, this part of this movie is taking place on the Seine in Paris. And Ethan Hawke, you know, in this romantic moment on the boat, tells Julie Delpy's character a story about Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame, of course, has been on our minds because it was nearly destroyed in this catastrophic fire over the last couple days. In this story, he tells of a time when we almost lost Notre Dame another time. The question is, is it true? Here's the story. Okay, so is that true? I mean, it is kind of like an interesting story that it wasn't just Notre Dame. It was some of the other major landmarks in Paris that have a rich history. Well, it Sacre sounds... Coeur, the Eiffel Tower. Plausible. It sounds plausible, yeah. doesn't it? Right. People wondered after uh, after such a catastrophe and the fear of losing it all together, Notre Dame, and all of the history therein, was there any truth to that story that we once heard? Plausible, again, because it has withstood so much over time. Right. Right? Guess what? There actually is a similar story about Notre Dame. Oh, hey. That is factually, historically accurate. Uh, There was a wartime instance of Notre Dame's last-minute rescue. It is not as romantic as Ethan Hawke makes it sound in the movie, of course. Well, naturally. Right? But this is according to uh, a book by Randall Hansen, who's a political historian. The name of the book is Disobeying Hitler, German Resistance After Valkyrie. And the story is that there was a German general who weeks before Paris was liberated was overseeing Paris as the military governor. And he had received instruction. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. To, uh, to sort of squash an uprising of the Parisian people. And one of the ways to do it was to take out Notre Dame and uh, uh, other kind of landmarks mm-hmm. similar to this. And it what ended up happening was um, in the intervening time between the, that plan being made and uh, and when this was supposed to happen, a ceasefire was established. Ooh. And so that that plan never needed to be put into action. But it so, was thought about, though. Exactly. They, the Germans thought about blowing up these Parisian landmarks. Yes. And what's interesting is uh, that that general, that German general, Dietrich von Scholtitz is his name, um, was his name. He, um, it wasn't that he ever was going to defy Hitler necessarily by that command. Yeah. But he did say later that he... It was very difficult for him to imagine taking out such a historic structure. He yeah. had that sort of sensation of the all that history that would be lost wow. in doing such a thing. Yeah, so even him at that moment kind of understood historically, symbolically, what these places meant to people, yes. even outside of the context of World War II. Exactly. Isn't that fascinating? I just thought, you know, we all need a little something to share at dinner tonight. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank That's you your very story. Much. You're welcome. No big deal. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show. That name is D-Bags. D-Bags. And we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We tell you about them all the time on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. He's not here. He's real tired. He got up very early and he'd been up late last night. He did the morning show. He was at a play. I mean, I mean it's just, it's just a, a mover and a shaker. Modern man on the go. He really is. But mm-hmm. that meant that he didn't, couldn't join us today. So yes. Holly and I are here. Yeah. And uh, Holly, on this show, when we talk about celebrities behaving badly, we have a name for them. And that name is D-Bags. D-Bags. Oh, my button. <laughs> Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, I'm going to take y'all on a journey. I got a D-bag journey to go Ooh, on. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. So Buckled I in. started this morning with this headline, and it was Chrissy Teigen claps back at Twitter troll who called her chubby and fatty after revealing she's put on 20 pounds since giving birth to Miles. Oh. Okay, I was like, oh my gosh, I got like... Six D bags right there. Right, so I'm like, oh, the trolls, the trolls are D bags. Also, kind of the Daily Mail for that headline because I don't really care. Right, I don't care if she put on five pounds, if she took off five pounds, if she was wearing shoes the last time she weighed herself. I don't care. She's beautiful. Leave her alone. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know who the D bag is. Then I read through the story. And I see the tweet. Uh, it's a Twitter user who has a name and some numbers. It doesn't matter. As they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Tegan likes to attack people. So I'm attacking her weight. Chubby needs to go get to the gym. Oh, please. Come on. Right? Late. Ugh. Okay. 
So I'm like, oh, that is that's rude. I mean, that's super How trolling. Rude. Well, then Chrissy Teigen replies. Okay, you're gonna see. We're go, we're halfway through the journey oh, now. We're on, okay. She says, I hate to say this, but you are not a small person. Also, I don't care about my weight, so this does not hurt. So then I'm like, okay, I don't know. That wasn't really like Could we have necessary, handled that but, the best way? Okay, but then she goes on because then people start to kind of, you know, jump on board, right? Because when a celebrity claps back, everybody kind of gets on board with it, right? But like, go a, girl, you did uh, awesome. Yeah. There's a bandwagon effect. And Chrissy That's Teigen, it. here's the thing. Maybe this is where you're going. Mm-hmm. Is that Chrissy Teigen with a verified check mark by her name? understands the power mm-hmm. that she holds when she comments on anything. Yes, that wasn't even exactly where I was going. Um, but yes, that is also true and helps illustrate this, which the actual thing that happened is that once everybody jumped on the bandwagon, she replied, continued to go, yeah, I can guarantee this guy is not a handsome man. What I'm saying is she was trying to fight that fire with fire and I'm going to make her my D-bag and I hate it pains me to do so because I do love her so dearly. I would just say don't feed the trolls at all. But if you are going to feed the trolls, take the high road. You don't have to don't you don't need to go low. You don't need to issue any types of commentary on anybody else's appearance when you're upset because of the way that they talked about your appearance. Yeah, that's just not going to end well. No, and nobody's going to feel good about that. No. That's going low. Exactly. And not doubling down based on a picture that you might see of this person on Twitter. It's like, look, we all can understand that this person is like... Who is this person? But that's what I'm saying. Right. Where it's like Chrissy Teigen. This is a nobody who has a nobody opinion informed in nothing. It's dumb. It's a troll. This person is a troll. Right. But by you commenting on this troll, you are using your social media powers in a way that you absolutely know what you're doing. Exactly. You're going to pile on all of this negativity onto this person because you have power. You have influence. I mean, yeah. that's what you do. Chrissy Teigen is a social media influencer. Right. And she has leveraged that power into lucrative business deals. It is a commodity. And you know what you're doing when you throw your weight behind that. And then you can continue to comment and you fan the flames and just, you know, it's a little bit. Remember what Uncle Ben said in Spider-Man. Oh, I was going to say, like, I'm going to make you some rice. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) With great power comes great responsibility. Aha. How true that is. How true that is. Yeah. And scene. There you go. I hate that I just made Chrissy Teigen my D-bag, but she's my D-bag. That's fine. I think it was well-deserved. Thank you. (laughs) It was well-deserved. Okay, what do you got, girl? Well, you know, I was going in a couple different directions. Me too. I know. (laughs) I kind of had, like, one, I did want to call Alex Rodriguez my D-bag of the day Mm -hmm. for going on and on and on about how he staged the elaborate proposal to Jennifer Lopez. Oh yeah, that's a PR move to try to uh, 
hush the uh, stories of him cheating. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I I mean, you called you called Here it like you. it was Colleen. Alex Rodriguez was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last night, and he went on and on to say that he had been rehearsing and rehearsing to make the sun make sure that the sunset was just perfect. He actually used his assistant to stand in for Jennifer Lopez so that they could get the exact Instagram angle, the right time of day, so that the golden hour would just be so. Oh my so gosh. that his true one and only love of his life, the woman that he loves and admires and who he is monogamous with all of these days was ensured mm-hmm. the beautiful Instagram story that they could then have published mm-hmm. on the tabloids all over the world. Also, there might have been a small awareness that perhaps she'd had a couple of those moments prior. Yeah, just and a his few. needed to outshine those. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. She just loves love. Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, she just loves love. So I'm like, Alex Rodriguez... It's just, it's a minor D-bag, but it's like, okay, we see what you're doing mm-hmm. here. I, you know, I'm not, I am not convinced that the man is stepping out behind Jennifer Lopez's back. We've seen a couple of people come forward mm-hmm. talking to the tabloids saying that, in fact, Alex Rodriguez is having relations with them behind Jennifer Lopez's back. Right. Jessica Canseco, the ex of baseball player Jose Canseco is one of them. Another one was a Playboy model. Here's my thing. And I'll say this. Kind of understanding that, yeah, we just talked about like a body image story, but like Alex Rodriguez has a type. Mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez has a type. Mm-hmm. And all of these people who have come forward saying that they have been with Alex Rodriguez. They fit the type. They fit the type. Mm-hmm. The fit being super fit. Right. Being like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm fit. Yeah. I'm muscly. I'm this. I'm that. Like, look back at all of the relationships that Alex Rodriguez has had, at least the high profile ones. Think about like, Madonna, mm-hmm. she was with Alex Rodriguez. Gosh, I forgot about that. Super fit. Yeah. Kate Hudson, super fit. Cameron Diaz, super fit. All of these women, super fit. Even mm-hmm. the physical transformation of Jennifer Lopez while she's been with Alex Rodriguez, she has not been shy about it. No, gosh, no. She's been displaying it on social media. Well, Girl, I mean, I would. I'm I, sorry. If, I'm not even sorry. If I had abs like that, I'd be putting them on Instagram, mm-hmm. too. I mean, it, it, it is a triumph. Of like just perseverance and and time right? in the gym with Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. So I'm just you know you can you can go on the Tonight Show all you want, Alex Rodriguez, and claim that you're a true romantic and you timed the the proposal just so and just right because that's how much you care about Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez. I'm just not buying it. She's not buying it. Love doesn't cost a thing. <laughs> She's just Jenny from the block. Yeah. But it does cost millions of dollars. I mean, that ring alone. Woof. I mean, right? Hello. That's I, I also, on your I have hand. to say, I got to look because I have not actually, I don't, I can't remember the picture of the proposal. Well, it was gorgeous. Oh, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. St- I mean, okay. It looked like they had lit a fire behind yeah, them. That's what I'm saying. The golden hour was just perfect. The filter's just right. Can you imagine looking at that engagement ring that Alex Rodriguez gave to Jennifer Lopez? She, and we played the game. Right. Like what costs more? Right. A private island in the Bahamas or Jennifer Lopez's engagement ring? And Turns out it's is a her. private island. No, I thought it was the engagement ring was more expensive than the private island. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, it is. but I will say, I mean, ooh, the picture of that ring, holy buckets, and that is a beautiful picture. Holy I mean, I will give him that, if indeed this whole story is true. Yeah, 
they they did a good job picking the right time. It's still kind of debaggy for you to try to, yeah, you know. know, explain it all away. It's, yeah. True. yeah. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we just talked about J-Lo. We got to talk about J-Law. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, we have a, we have to Coburgang a story. We've got some mysteries to solve. Hmm. hmm. Now, uh, before we go, I'm just going to leave everybody with this. Recall, please, in the month of September of last year, the year of uh, 2018, um, Jennifer Lawrence said that she was going to be retiring from making movies. Mm, and in fact, that was, I believe, two years oh, was ago. Was it two years ago? It was, that's oh my very gosh, important. that's a while I ago. I know, think about that. 2017 was okay, two years fine. ago. 2017. <laughs> September of 2017. <laughs> she said she was going to take about a year off. She was going to do some, you know, uh, social justice and political uh, advocacy work. And go on a goat farm and make pottery. Okay. We didn't really hear much from her from a while, for a while. Yeah. We've got news. Career news. About Jennifer Lawrence. We're going to share it with you after this on My Talk 1071. We've got a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is not here. Uh, and the mystery that we're trying to solve is not where did his brain cells go? Because let me tell you what, that man was loopy today. Well, that's no mystery. They were just gone. <laughs> they were just gone. <laughs> that's Holly Roberts. She and I are taking you to three o'clock. Uh, and uh, like I said, Bradley did the morning show. He did not get much sleep last night. He's not with us today. He's taking a nap, we hope. Um, but, you know, we have inquiring minds on the Colleen and Bradley show. And sometimes news comes out and we go... Huh, I think there might be more to that story. And so when that happens, we like to put on our Cobra Gang hats. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double with a Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a Cobra Gang. Okay, so where's our mystery machine going to? Uh, today, it's going to Jennifer Lawrence land because... Um, Jennifer Lawrence, this was the headline this morning. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is making uh, her return to the big screen in a surprise move. She's decided to end her year-long acting hiatus, not with a major Hollywood studio picture, but with an independent movie, an independent film called A24. Uh, And this is... A project that she apparently now here's what I haven't gotten to yet. Is she just starting the work on this or is this in the can already and being released? Hmm. Nobody. I can't. First of all, cannot find information about that. I'm still looking. That's why it's a mystery. project. Well, it's part of. Yes, there's a lot of mystery here. First of all, uh, again, we referenced her year long acting hiatus. Now, this, this was announced in late 2017, which we're going to get to that. So write that down uh, in your notebooks, Cobra Gang. Yep. That that is an important date. Uh, late 2017, September, I believe, to be exact. In March of 2018, which is just over a year ago, uh, it was okay. So in September of 2017, it was she announced that she was going to take a year long hiatus from acting. Yeah. She was on the Today Show mm-hmm. and she said, I'm taking one. I don't have anything set for two years. That's what she told Savannah Guthrie in September of 2017. That's mm-hmm. when I think she was doing press for that for, movie Mother. Oh, okay. No. So interestingly, I thought it was when she was doing press for the movie Red Sparrow, which came out in March of 2018. 
which if indeed that was the case, right, she would get through that whole press tour yep, and be done with that like April. Yep. And then a full year from April 2018 is what? April 2019. Here we are. You passed. You passed. We're here now. Here's the and present. And it has been but exactly one full year since we have seen Jennifer Lawrence out making the rounds. Okay. So in a public capacity. In a public capacity. Like for her job. For right. the work of acting in a motion picture. Okay. Here's where we are. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, okay. So here's where we are. First of all, there's two major points that we have to get to. Yeah. One being this. I'm going to save the Lollapalooza for last. Okay. Uh, one being this. When she said she was taking that year long hiatus, she did say she had some other plans. Correct. Correct. She said she would not be acting, but instead. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She was going to be engaged politically on a local level. She was going to be trying to get people engaged on a local level with politics with a group called Represent Us. Yes. Now, what evidence do we have of Jennifer Lawrence working with Represent Us at all in the past 365 days? Well, we do have a story from January 26, 2018, where she surprised Ohio high school students with an inspiring talk about politics. So that was a headline in People magazine from January 2018. And uh, that uh, that's kind of about it. Now, if you go to the Represent Us website, there is a snazzy video featuring Jennifer Lawrence uh, saying some platitudes about why she thinks that you need to support this organization. That's okay, really that's, that's really about it. Otherwise, I don't feel like now we could be wrong and just not paying attention. But to myself and probably to you, Colleen, mm-hmm. we have not been talking about Jennifer Lawrence's activism in any way, shape or form in the past year. Correct. Yeah. What is the Lollapalooza, you ask? Uh, it's a big ice cream dish that you get and then you eat all of it and your stomach hurts. Besides that, the Lollapalooza is when she made this announcement, the date was... September of 2017. It was September. <laughs> so what that today, we know we, we just talked about Jennifer Lawrence going on the Today Show when she was doing press for the movie Mother. Well, that happened on September 15th, 2017. That's when she made that initial statement that, yeah, I don't have any projects on the on the books for two years and I'm probably going to take a break. At the time, she was joking like, yeah, I'm going to start a goat farm. I'm going to do some pottery. I've been working pretty much consistently for the past 10 years. So it's a well-deserved break for me. Mm-hmm. So that was September 15th. What happened in October? 2017. Oh, thank you for asking. You're Colleen. welcome. October 5th, 
2017 is when the New York Times published their expose on Harvey Weinstein. Now, why is that significant, Holly? Well, that is significant because it has been hypothesized in the past around Hollywood gossip websites. Even mm, we've pontificated about these coincidental things that perhaps, perhaps Jennifer Lawrence may have been involved in the Harvey Weinstein story in a way that would not prove to be flattering for her career. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and uh, Holly, would you agree that it would be highly likely that if a story was ready to go live in very early October, the buzz about that story would be alive and well in Hollywood? Sure. One could assume, you know, even thinking about the Brian Singer story that right. was published in The Atlantic, we had had buzz about that for months on end. We even had buzz yeah, about we're that. way outside. And we're like way outside. They don't they're even, even know we're here. Yeah. And they wouldn't even let us in if we tried. No. They're like, you smell and get away. Yeah. Bye. So we even heard buzz about that. So assuming that that big expose had buzz that even got to us, something like this, probably behind the scenes in Hollywood and people who are in the know, understood that Harvey Weinstein was going to be the subject of just a damning expose from the New York Times that would obliterate his career and anyone kind of associated with it too would feel the pain. So it might be a good time then, if you know that's coming out, to to really take about four or five steps back. And then she used that year or more to start dating this guy, get engaged, just in time to put out a surprise independent film. Yeah. Oh, look, she's engaged to this wonderful art dealer guy. Her romance is on the up and up. She was taking some time for herself doing. Honestly, we don't know what she was doing. Just personal stuff, mm-hmm. you know, not in the public eye. And then, oh, look, you know, a year and a half. It's been like oh, 18 months mm-hmm. old since the Me Too movement started, since the Harvey Weinstein story was dropped. Like people aren't even going to think about associating Jennifer Lawrence with that story whatsoever. We have a short memory. We have a short memory. And so now she can sort of quietly come back on the scene with this independent film, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, The independent film is called... A24. Well, that's just the company that's going to release it. We don't even oh, know. I thought that was actually the no, name we of don't the movie. Even, we don't even know the name of the movie. A24 okay, well, is a movie distribution company and production company. They put oh, out. I get it. With secret A24 movie. Yeah. Meaning the secret is the, 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 the movie. movie is the secret and the A24 is the company that's making the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A24, they make independent movies. I want to say they were the production company that released Moonlight, that won Best Picture. They do a lot of hot indie movies is what I'm saying. What so, we do know is it's going to be a, fu- a feature film and it will be, it debuts Lila, uh, a person whose last name I don't recognize, but she's an acclaimed theater director who uh, is well known on Broadway. And this will be her big debut And Jennifer Lawrence is tied into this project. I mean, good for the director to have a big name tied to your debut project. I mean, it's kind of what we've been saying. It's just, it's all a little convenient. It's all this mystery here. A little too pat for us. Because when we're totally just speculating and wandering, Jennifer Lawrence, I think she may or may not have said something about her association with Harvey Weinstein. But it's always just been... One of those big kind of question marks floating around. And, you know, Jennifer, we've talked about this, Colleen, on the Colleen and Bradley show. How how the heck did Jennifer Lawrence get 
a lot of her roles because for me, she has been miscast in so many roles. Play like playing far older than she actually is. Yeah, even the one, even the role that she won an Oscar for, Silver Linings Playbook, which is a pretty good movie. I believe that character was meant to be a good ten or fifteen years older than Jennifer Lawrence was at the time that she was playing that role. Yeah, and what about the movie Joy, where Joy. she played a mother of like she's a huggable hanger lady. Yeah, and she played the mother of a child who was. I just didn't buy it, is yeah, all I'm saying. American Hustle didn't really buy it either. So, how, you know, how does she get into these roles? Can we, I mean, they're, oh my God. Oh, but she is, with independent films, she is going back to her roots. And so maybe this is a little bit of hitting the reset button. Yeah. For Jennifer Lawrence. And we won't remember anything. No. And she's trying to hit our reset button too. Yeah. <laughs> we got to hit our reset button. When we come back, okay, finish this. I once had a teacher who... We were telling crazy teacher stories this morning. We thought we'd share it all with you after this. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.